not dance like that, Grant. I can. I'm from the 4-4. I'm from Strathmore. I'm from the deep down depths of Johannesburg, brother. Oh, those gated communities. So difficult. <laughs> Good <laughs> to it, see you, friend. Made it out alive. 23 years. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Saturday session. You start how you want to finish, right? You start how you want to finish. We like to have fun. And talk sport with you on 0800-150-811. Huckleberry is here. It's always great when that's, uh, we're in the same studios. Well, we're never in the same studio as, as the great Finn. No, he's disappointed I didn't bring him a drink as well. I think that that's the most disappointing thing for him, is that every morning he sees how generous I am to you, Daniel. You are very generous, Grant. Coffees. I, I will give you that. But I, secretly, you, you're not actually that impressed, because it used to be coffee, but now it's a performance-enhancing drink. I've, I've made an athlete out of you. Yeah. Which You're a radio athlete now. Doesn't doesn't sit well with me, Grant. Oh. It doesn't sit well Sorry. with me. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the show. We've got a bumper old show for you today. Uh, you're going to hear lots from Grant in just a moment about that mightily impressive performance by the Black Caps uh, to open their uh, Cricket World Cup. He, of course, played at Cricket World Cups and, of course, played for New Zealand cricket, if, if you're unaware who Grant Superman Elliott is. Uh, also coming up on the show, all our regular features you would expect. We're going to catch up with Jimmy Smith, who is uh, a familiar voice to us here on SENZ, hosts show on SEN and regularly dials in, doesn't he? But he's calling Bathurst. He's commentating for on radio a thousand came race. Oh. How on earth do you prepare for that? I will never know. Well, you've asked me to commentate tennis on the show. I'm just trying to think You're how one you... rally. Yeah. One rally. And you just listen to me back and forth <laughs> when actually I realised that in tennis they're dead quiet during the rally. Yeah, so we're going to catch up with Jimmy Smith about uh, 20 to 12. Uh, Campbell Johnson is, sorry, Campbell Burns is going to join us. Uh, NPC, um, he knows all about it. There's been uh, quite a few stories uh, during the week, Grant. I'm not sure if you heard the, uh, the, the scenario going on uh, with Hawks Bay Rugby and the Ramford Shield. But the games and the quarterfinals are upon us. We'll talk about that and Rugby World Cup uh, with uh, NPC Rugby editor Campbell Burns. He's going to join the show after 12 o'clock. Uh, before we whip into your calls on 0800 how about we uh, give the people headlines at the top of the hour. Mr Grant Elliott, we have just seen the French rugby team walk around the ground Waving their hands, saluting the fans. Job done for Italy in their fixture in Lyon. They have put Italy to the sword. 60 points to 7. 60 points to 7. France have beaten Italy at Rugby World Cup 2023. Uh, Damien Pernod opened the scoring after just two minutes. He uh, scored another try after 38 minutes. The other winger, Louis Biel Bieri scored after 13. Thomas Ramos, the fullback, scored. Matthew Yellowbear, not Jelly Bear, as uh, Joel Stransky keeps calling him. Uh, Malvaka also scored. Mufana scored a brace. Ramos and uh, Melvin Yamane uh, kicked a lot of conversions. A big score. Uh, France, 60 points to 7. The only try they conceded was in the 71st minute. What does this mean? Well, it means in pool A, France finish top. Four wins from four, only a couple of bonus point victories, but enough to finish three points ahead of the All Blacks. The All Blacks will qualify in second out of pool A. Italy gone, Berger. They did have a chance today, but we didn't really think they had a chance, if you know what I mean. Now, what this means for the quarterfinals, Grant Elliott, is New Zealand are booked 
to take on the winner of Pool B, 8am Sunday at Stade de France, Saint-Denis. All the big games are being played there, semi-finals onwards. Uh, There's a couple of quarter-finals in Marseille, but the All Blacks to take on the winner of Pool B, France will play Monday morning New Zealand time at 8 o'clock against the runner-up of Pool B. Of course, Pool B features three teams still within a mix of making it through South Africa, Ireland and Scotland. All I can say, Grant Elliott, is the Rugby World Cup quarterfinals are starting to feel very real. So yeah, that's, that's the latest from Absolutely. the Rugby World Cup. Hey, a top order hiccup for Pakistan. Saw them out for 285 against the Netherlands. Um, but they have fought back because they were in a whole heap of trouble inside the opening 10 overs, weren't they? Three down. Uh, but uh, Rizwan made a good score. And Shaquille Saad. Shaquille Saad made a good score as they got through to 285. The Dutch weren't really in the chase. They were about 120 for the loss of two, about 24, 110 for the loss of two after about 24 overs. But even then, I felt they were a little bit behind the eight ball. Nerves. There were nerves for Pakistan. Yeah. All, all, all out for 205. So Pakistan, a nervy start, but they've overcome that. And they've got their Cricket World Cup campaign off to a winning start. Round two of the NBL heating up uh, last night. Two close and fiery games as the Tasmania jump, uh, Jack Jumpers rather beat the Sydney Kings 80-72. to 72. Uh, The Perth Wildcats, got to get the, their content in, don't we? We've got to get their content in. Uh, the Perth Wildcats also defeated the uh, Adelaide uh, 36ers in a closely fought match 82-75. And a thrilling back-and-forth game between Canterbury and Auckland came down to the final minutes, but Canterbury was too strong for Auckland in the quarterfinals of our National Provincial Rugby Championship. Uh, winning the game 29-24 and booking a ticket to the MPC semi-finals, keeping their hopes alive of winning a 10th final in that game. Those are the very latest in sports headlines um, till six minutes after 10 o'clock. Have you, have, you, have you got the end of the cricket game there, Finn? Come on, we, we, let's, can we just wash ourselves in this, in, in all its glory? Just play it for us, please. The first hundred of this 2023 World Cup have the crowd recognised that they've witnessed a quite magnificent hundred. Away he goes. That is a special innings on a special night for a young superstar. And that's it. An unbeaten partnership of 273. Incredible stuff, Grant Elliott. Honestly, I I was actually at the New Zealand Cricket uh, commercial launch, so we watched the first half of the game. But um, I think, you know, we we were always in it when we were bowling. We kept getting wickets. It was, you know, Joss Butler got going with a nice partnership with Joe Root. That was key. Matt Henry getting that wicket. Um, Their partnership was 17, looking quite ominous. Oh, yeah, it was ominous. And it was at that 30 sort of over mark where you think, these guys bat for another 10. And I always think that if you get over 300 against this New Zealand team, I always think that we're struggling a little bit, just because we spoke about the explosive nature of other batting teams. And England just never got a a real big partnership going. No one really had that big score. Um, I do think that the pitch quickened up a little bit. Um, and, but to see Devin Conway and Ratchan Ravindra, and I think the most surprising thing for everyone is Ratchan Ravindra. Uh, not so much for someone like me that has seen him play. I know what he's capable yep. of, but surprising that he was up the order and, you know, he hasn't batted up the order the whole time. 
You'll break yeah. that down in great detail and swinging both ways after 11 o'clock as we do a bit of a deep, deep Satisfying, dive. Daniel. <laughs> really satisfying. G'day, Dean. Welcome to the show. We're open the lines now on 0800 150 811. How you doing, mate? Do you know? Yeah, but I, honestly, that there was, like, I don't know much about cricket, but I love watching it, kind of. But that was the best batting <laughs> display I've seen. Honestly, I've seen since I've watched cricket. Like, they didn't give a chance. But it just, I know I'm starting to sound like a bit of a negative Nancy, but I'm not. But I, I, what, what pisses me off with New Zealand sport is Bevan Conway has always been an opening batsman. But for some reason, they decided to play him somewhere else when he first got in the team. Like, it's the All Blacks all over again. Like, look at, I listened to the post-match analysis from all these so-called experts, and honestly, they're all morons. If you think Damien McKenzie and Lester Fonuki oh, have got to be in the reserves, sorry, yeah. Right. If you think they've got to be in the reserves, I'm just making a comparison. This is what, why New Zealand sport do this? No other sport does this, but we do it all the bloody time. But why would you leave two of the best playmakers in the game to the last 20 minutes to try and salvage something? Why don't you give them a chance to win it from the kickoff, and then bring on your experience if you think Bowden Barrett's good enough to get to jersey 23, which I don't, but. Why would you leave it to the end to bring on someone? Why can't they go out there and try and win it? And if we're not good enough, we all think, well, we got beat by a better team. But if we come home because we left it too late, I just don't understand it. So, you know Dino, I, mean? I want to ask you something. Yeah, you're talking about combinations now, and I think that Gary Stead's got a very important decision to make shortly because... When Kane Williamson, after we play the, the three minnow teams, we start getting into the business end of the, the competition for, for the Black Caps, I'm guessing that that's when they want to unleash Kane. He's had a little bit of game time, gives him time to rest now. Do we put Kane in at three and drop Rutch and Ravindra down into the middle order? Or do you look to put Rutch in opening and put Kane in at three and drop Will Young? Well... I don't know that much about cricket, but I listened to that game, and Conway and Ravijinja, sorry about the pronunciation, they open for Wellingtons, and they're best of mates. Like, why would you change that? But New Zealand will, because that's what we do. It's nuts. Let them start, and then, I don't know the, I don't know the makeup of the team, but, yeah, but Williamson can come in at three, and he is an exceptional batsman. But let him take his time and bat around him. Let Mitchell finish the game, don't bring him up early or Nichols up early unless we have to get the run rate going if we if it works at the start. Like that, why would you? Like the young got the guy young, he he got that perfectly down league side, but the keeper was up to it. You know, just bad luck. But that's cricket. Yeah, it was. A but bit that bad might luck. Be, it was unlucky. Yeah, it was. Yeah, totally. But that's that's what we love about sport. It's not unlucky. It's just cricket. It's sport. It happens. Like you don't deserve anything <laughs> in life. You go get it. You know, you go get it. I- and we don't deserve anything in life. Body. You don't. You don't deserve anything. You go out and get it. You don't deserve it. Good you on you, go, Dean. You go. in, in a word, in a word, Dean, who do you want in the quarterfinal? South Africa, Ireland, or Scotland? Not South Africa. I don't care who it is. <laughs> I want to beat South Africa in the final. We're not yeah. ready for South Good on you, Dean. Bowden's got to get injured. Before we're ready for South Africa, Bowden Barrett's got to get injured. And then we'll be ready to play them. It's no, well, that's a bit harsh. He doesn't need to get injured. Injured. Maybe the selectors need to see what you're saying. And you're not alone, well, Dean. They won't, though. So he's got to get injured. They won't. They won't.
Thanks so much, mate. Do appreciate your thoughts. 0800-150-811. You can text the show on double eight double three. So much quality sport to talk about since we were last together, Grant. You know, in the last week, AFL Grand Final, NRL Grand Final. Ryder Cup. Yeah, Ryder Cup. How good was that? Ranfilly Shield saga. Um, Rugby World Cup. Cricket World Cup. Seriously, there is so much to discuss. Open line talkback. Uh, do let me know. 0800-150-811. Um, in a word, the, the, the quarterfinals are becoming far more real, aren't they? It's all on Ireland and Scotland now, as far as deciding the path forward New Zealand through to the quarterfinals. Who do you want, listener? Who do you want? South Africa, Ireland, or Scotland? Yes, I will mention Scotland's name. So many, so many people have just um, you know talked about it as if Paul B can only be Ireland and Scotland. And yes, it would be a major upset. Uh, but Rossi Erasmus obviously believes it, Grant. He well, put out his charts during the week. I want, How I want good you to has talk- Rossi Erasmus been? At trolling this week. Yeah, I do want you to talk more about this chart because you've shown it to me and it looks like the periodic table. Yeah, um, and this relates to the Scotland uh, Island. There's a lot of green, not as much blue in there. Yeah, but there's a possibility. It's like there's a there's a, a so you mathematical tell- chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> you're telling me exactly. exactly. But he's been in fine form. His most recent post, uh, you know, he he he's been at uh, at war really uh, with people about time and play. Uh, Finn, I'm not sure if you've seen this. For some reason, Rusty Rasmus decided to post the match stats from the 1995 Rugby World Cup final to make a point about time and play in 2023. I, I just think that is magnificent trolling from the South African head coach. It, it, <laughs> he's just put that out basically to annoy New Zealand rugby fans, isn't he? <laughs> he has, isn't he, Grant? Well, you, but know. you can't draw a parallel from what happened in 1995 to 2023, can you? As far as time and play, it's just too much time removed. The game's changed so much. Well, it's the same as cricket. Like, I look at cricket stats and, you know, even some of the stats we were looking at, they only date back to 2011 now because the rules have changed so much in one-day cricket. I mean, when Sunil Gavaskar went out there and got 50 or 50 overs, 50 not out. I think he didn't even get 50, did he? You know, you're never (laughs) playing a one-day game after that if you do that these days. Um, Just don't ask Sunny that. Yeah, <laughs> but the rules they they have changed massively. Right. But we love Rusty. Yeah. Rusty's great. He's like Eddie Jones, isn't he? Uh, he just provides a little bit of uh, character and drama to the game that we love. Yeah. So uh, as far as the Rusty chart, as far as this game between Rusty Ireland and Scotland uh, tomorrow, of course you can get five points in rugby, Grant. You win the game, which is four, and you get a bonus point. You know, try bonus point, right? So the maximum points you can get is five. So the there, there are scenarios. You can get five or four points if you win the game. Mm. But the other team can also get zero points for losing a game by more than seven points and no bonus points for tries. You can also get tries, a try bonus point and a loss. You can get a, a close loss bonus point. So if Scotland win, there's, there's only five scenarios where Ireland would miss out. So Scotland get a bonus point win. Ireland are out. Right? That's pretty simple. If Scotland get a bonus point win... But Ireland get one bonus point, um, and Scotland win by 21-plus points. You're getting confused now? South Africa would be out. That is the only way South Africa can miss out. By Scotland Which seems by so plus. unlikely. Yeah. So unlikely. Uh, so, But there are a number of ways. There's more paths for Ireland yeah. to find misery and not get through to a quarterfinal. And Russell Rasmus's chart with... Uh, we're, hol- we're holding it in the video uh, on our social media if you want to have a look at it. it. It's quite something, isn't it? 
it's giving Grant Elliott a bit of a headache. Well, why are there asterisks as well? It doesn't actually have uh, terms and conditions on your... <laughs> <laughs> There's an asterisk next to Ireland's name if they win by five points. But I just want to know from New Zealand fans, who do you want? And, and who do you think we're going to get? And who do we have a better chance of beating? You want to play the best teams. I'm really I nervous, think. Grant. Tyrell Lomax, knee injury. I'm really nervous. I, I've been saying for, for the last few weeks, I think he's um, one of the most important players in the New Zealand side that people don't really talk about. Um, he picked up a knee injury. I think they'll know more in the next 24, 48 hours. But I take a big gulp if he's um, not playing. So I, I want to know from our listeners on 0800 who do they want in the quarterfinal? Who scares them the most? Who scares them the least? Uh, do let us know in how well positioned we are for a quarterfinal. But well, Grant Elliott, New Zealand cricket fans want to talk to you today too about that outrageous win. I think it was a surprising win. I think, like, when you look at that England team, they're a strong team. Like, they're really strong. I think we spoke on your show when you are doing the, the run home. And there's eight of those players that have played in the World Cup final 2019. And when you see that, and I know that we've got a number of players. I haven't quite counted them yet. But I think I'm going to take a guess and say there's about four or five. Um, that makes a huge difference to your experience because you know how the competition works. But what was... Most important for us was to get off to a win because we've got the smaller teams or the minnows coming up. So we've got the Netherlands coming up, then we've got Bangladesh, then we've got Afghanistan. So we, we should be four and zero. We if, should. If we're be not four and zero. I I worry about our ability to get through to the the semi final. Yeah. So the reason why that's important that we're one from one is because if we go three from four there, you start playing India in Dharmashala, which is the lowest scoring. Uh, ground in India. Then you play Australia, you play South Africa, you play Pakistan, and then Sri Lanka. So you need, we would need to win, they reckon six games gets you through, six wins. So that means we'd need to win two of those between India, Australia, South Africa, Pakistan, and, and Sri Lanka. So it puts us in a great place. Great place. If we go four from four. Sign Company, uh, right, it's been at work. What was the score? 60 points to 7. France have beaten Italy. France finished top of the pool. New Zealand finished second. They will have a quarterfinal Sunday morning New Zealand time from uh, Stade de France. Ratchan Ravindra, what do you do now, Grant Elliott? Do you know how many times he's opened in one day international cricket? Well, he didn't open, but technically he sort of did because uh, Will Young got out early. Um, Answer the question, how many times has he opened? And I deliberately said opened. I, I was not mistaken. Zero. He has never opened. Never opened. Yes. But when Kane Williamson returns, yes. and Williamson bats at number three, where did Ratchan Ravindra bat in that last game? He batted at number three. Mm. What do you do with the lineup? So that's what I asked Dino, didn't I? Yeah. Because I, I think I'm going to ask a... you because it, it, it is probably the bigger question as far as the remainder of the tournament. But let's... after such an impressive knock, 123 not out of 96 balls, you'd take some, you know, t to drop him. Yeah, well, let's rewind a little bit. Let's rewind as to the preparation because I'm I'm massive on preparation leading up to a World Cup and you should know your combinations, you should know your team. The reason being is because you want your players to perform in that role. Now, the frustrating thing is the Russian Ravindra has been batting middle order the whole time leading up to this. Do you know how many times Russian Ravindra has batted number three in one-day international cricket? Twice. Once. 
once. Oh, the warm-up game doesn't no, count. No, he made 123 not out. Those warm-up games aren't internationals. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden he gets given a chance to open because the other the other option that they were, they had was Henry Nichols. Henry Nichols was batting at three um, in a lot of these games leading up to the World Cup, and so was Daryl Mitchell in Pakistan. There was a great opportunity to back Ratchin and put him at three. So all of a sudden he's given been given this opportunity in the warm-up game, he's taken it. The fascinating thing about Ratchin that a lot of people don't know is that obviously um, Indian family, he goes over and plays in India a lot. He's been over, like, what, at least four or five times to play. And go, But he goes and trains. He'll train for months. So condition-wise, I mean, we've got someone there. I spoke about Conway playing spin well, Williamson um, and Latham. Those are my three best players of spin, but I'll throw Ratchin in there as well now with the conditions. And, I mean, for a young player to step up like he did against that attack, I don't know if you saw the first over where he destroyed Wood. Oh, yeah. Oh. So Wood comes on and everyone's going, Ben okay. Strang said on the show yesterday, um, he deleted. <laughs> yeah. He, he deleted did. him. I think he went five overs for 56 yeah, or did. something. But his first over went for 17. I mean, here's a player that has been ripping through batting lineups around the world. Yeah. And when he came on, I was like, oh, okay, this is a this is a defining moment in the game because we're off to a great start. And the shots that Ratchin played, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, let's, let me reframe the question I originally put to you in a different way. And Sean has nailed it on, on double eight, double three. Lads, who does Williamson come in for? Yeah, so... That's a, I mean, this is the big question. So as a coach... Are you going to answer it? Yeah, I am. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it if I was coach. You're holding your head like you've got a headache, like, like yeah. Harry said in the selectors do. Yeah, so what I... A welcome headache. So this is what I think will happen. I think that Gary Stead and the selectors, they'll, they'll be like status quo, right? So they'll give Will Young another chance because they've told Will Young that he'll be the incumbent. That's what I feel. However, I feel like if I'm coach, I have to go with a form player. I mean, someone in a warm-up game had scored 100, and then on the opening game of the, the Cricket World Cup goes out there, and he offers me left-arm spin, I think Ratchin has to open. And, but it's a late call now. This is the thing. It doesn't go into you. It wasn't in their plans. So you're, you're, so you're starting him as an opener, and you're dropping Will Young? I think you have to. But you don't think they will? I don't think they will, though, because I don't think that's never been the way. If they do, they're going massively against the grain. And the reason why they're going massively against the grain is because players know where their roles are. <laughs> Ratchin's role was never going to be to open in the Cricket World Cup. They might have said, listen, you know, if there's a, you know, a, a chance that if so-and-so gets injured, then maybe. But I don't think Ratchin was ever on the radar to, to open the batting. So... I think it will be massively against the grain because what they like to do is they like to give players that freedom to play and the backing, the security of being backed for a long period of time. I mean, Will Young was strangled down the leg side and Will Young is a fantastic player. Yeah. But what Ratchin did and what Ratchin showed, it was almost like, you know, hey, don't forget, like I'm, I'm also so fishing so, for a spot. So yeah. if he's fit again, Lockie Ferguson's fit again. You said Ratchin Ravindra might not play the next game. No, 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 he'll play. I don't think Kane will play. I don't know if Kane will play no, against the Minnows. Full strength, a full strength lineup. Full strength lineup. So when what we I'm hit saying, India, full strength yeah. lineup for the next big game, he might be out of the eleven altogether. No, I don't think he'll be out of the eleven. I think okay. he comes in at the middle order where Chapman was. 
Um, and then you've got a Sodi. But cat. who are you dropping to get Ferguson in there? I think that uh, one of the bowlers. What, Nisham? Yep. Yeah, you can. Yeah, one of the all-rounders. Because Ratchin comes in as an all-rounder, doesn't he? And then you've got Satna and Ratchin. Then you're going to beat him at seven. Okay. 0800-150-811. What do you do, armchair selectors out there? Uh, Has Ratchin Ravinder got to play? What did Sam Wells do? The new selector. Interesting. New New Zealand selector. Uh, Or you can text us on double eight double three. And now the quarterfinals are starting to feel very, very real at Rugby World Cup. Uh, France finishing top of Pool A, ahead of New Zealand. The first time New Zealand has not finished top at a Rugby World Cup group stage. All nine previous tournaments they've finished top, not this time. And they now await the winner of Pool B. Who's it going to be and who do you want it to be? We want to hear from you. 0800 We'll take a break. It's already 25 minutes after 10 back shortly. Trying to figure out how how the knockout stages of the World Cup go. Or how rubbish yeah. Paul C is. It's pretty simple, Grant. We play the winner of Paul B, right? Yeah. We play the winner of Paul B, which could be South Africa. could be Ireland. Um, is there a way for Scotland to finish top? I don't think there is because South Africa beat Scotland. That's the first tiebreaker, isn't it? Anyway, I'm confused on, on that front. Uh, but but beyond that, Grant, so if you're good enough to beat whoever you play in the quarterfinal, you will play the winner of the quarterfinal that features the winner of Pool C, which is likely to be Wales, you would think, Rubbish and the runner-up of Pool D, which is likely to be Argentina, Japan. Mm. So with all due respect to those three nations, if you win the quarterfinal, every sense and sensibility of my... Soul tells me you're in the final. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Great. But so I, who do you want in the, in the quarterfinal is a question I'm putting to everyone. I want, a, okay, I, I want South Africa. Colleagues. I want but, South Africa. You hold there. Someone writes, I want Ireland because they won't beat us three times in a row. Okay? Unlike 2021 and 2022 where they beat us three times in a row. <laughs> I don't think they did, actually. <laughs> you're just making that up. No, they, no, they, no, they did. They beat us at Aviva Stadium and then won the first two test matches of the the series in 2022, wasn't it? Was it? No, I've got it around the wrong way. We won game one and they won two. I'm so confused. But all I know is they've won five of the last seven tests. That That's quite a healthy sample, isn't it, Grant? And when you beat a side five out of seven times, you must be pretty confident you can make it six out of eight, I would have thought. Uh, Huckleberry Finn, what say you? Who do you want in the quarterfinal? Oh, 811 though, people. We want to hear from you most importantly. Go on, let us know. Well, the obvious answer is Scotland, isn't it? If yes, we had to. congratulations. Ding, 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 ding. right. Yeah, but what? Uh, nah. Nah, I think you want, a, you want a big game. You want a big game. You want the nation to get behind you. You want a dramatic win and then go on to, and then you've knocked out one of the big guns. Yeah, so we want Scotland to win with a bonus point, Ireland to pick up a bonus point, for, for, for tries, but also Scotland to win by 21-plus points. So that would mean Scotland would finish top, Ireland would be second, and South Africa would be out of the tournament altogether. That's the dream scenario. That ain't happening, though, is it? That ain't happening, John. Welcome to the show. That ain't happening. Scotland ain't <laughs> finishing top, are they? 
G'day, John. Uh, um, good day, mate. Hey, unfortunately, no. I'm sorry. Sorry to all the <laughs> Scottish people out there. Um, it's okay. But I, I, you know, I get you want South Africa, and I want to beat South Africa too. Um, but I want Ireland. I've been watching their media. I've been watching them slowly. The last time they lost a game was actually to us. They lost at Eden Park 42-19. So if we get the opportunity, I'm sure our boys will be keen to rectify what happened when they came over here and became the first team to win a series in about 100 years in New Zealand. So um, I want Ireland. Uh, and then I'll probably... I can't see South Africa getting past France in the quarterfinals if that does eventuate. I mean, France were amazing this morning, and they and they have that ability to play out wide and a Ford's game as well. Yeah. So, John, why why do you not want South Africa? Are you scared of South Africa? What the reigning world um, champions who just beat us in in London by thirty points? Yeah. Well, I want to know why. No, nah, no, nah, I don't. It, it's nothing to do with South Africa. I'd love to have them, and I'd probably love to play them in the final rather than the quarterfinal. But it's just mm. the Irish. They they um. Lovely people, lovely country, beautiful country. You've probably been here before, but just the media are irking me at the moment. And, um, yeah, <laughs> well, I, imagine I, being I a Scottish I... rugby fan, John. Imagine being a Scottish <laughs> rugby fan because all the Irish media has talked about is this quarterfinal more than we have, right? Well, <laughs> For already... weeks they've been talking about the quarterfinal. <laughs> well, Rob Cooney has already said that they're already made, making the final with the Springboks, so they're already looking forward to the final. And what better to make them uh, wait another four years and beat them in the quarterfinals. But just quickly before I go, the Black Caps, um, amazing, amazing. You've probably got... Uh, do you, actually, do you think that they're going to continue this momentum? Because they've got three uh, easier matches. They're not, you know, then... I don't think they play India and Australia to the last kind of three games. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you blokes think? Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, John, you should have a look at the highlights of Netherlands versus Pakistan. Netherlands are not an easy beat. I mean, we should beat them. We should beat Bangladesh. We should beat Afghanistan. And I was saying to Daniel earlier, I said, you know, that that's why in the context of the tournament, that England game was a massive game because we should be four from four leading into the big games. And then you only need to win two of them. And then, yeah, you don't have as much pressure. There's as not as much pressure, yeah. Likely yeah. on the other team. And you don't want to rely on other results. You don't want to chase your tail in this competition. So, I mean, you know, what the key to these competitions is individual players having success along the way. So yeah. Conway, Tick, um, Ravindra, Tick. And then you go, Matt Henry, I thought, was exceptional. Tick, the bowling unit was all right. Yeah. But then suddenly, you know, yeah. someone gets a four-wicket haul or whatever, and these smaller games guys start finding form and have some confidence that they can take into those bigger games. So I do think that we'll carry on yeah. the momentum. I think that this has given the team massive confidence. And, and just quickly before I go, um, Ravindra, you can't drop him, can you? <laughs> well, that's what we're throwing out there, John. That's what we're throwing out there. Good to chat, mate. Um, where do you play him? Grant's not dropping him, but Grant doesn't think he's in the top order. Grant thinks he ends up in the middle order, six or seven. That's where he's been batting prior to the World Cup. That's what I'm thinking they will do, but what I would do is I would bat him up top. Mikey, welcome to the show. Oh, g'day, guys. I wish I had John's confidence in the rugby. I'm scared of all of them. <laughs> I'm scared of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> do you know I'm what, so do you know what Mikey? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not scared of them. I'm really worried about all of them. Um, I, yeah. I still think the All Blacks have, have it in them. 
what I really worry about the All Blacks is our our defensive intensity does not cut the mustard compared to those other three sides, in my opinion. Yes, we no, we, and I, we've we've really enjoyed all the the, the tries they scored, but I think it's on the other side of the ball. I think we're way too passive. I I, I don't think we um, have enough line speed. I don't think we're aggressive enough enough in defence. Um, I feel like we are playing old-fashioned defensive sort of systems. Mikey, am I over-analyzing there? Am I, am I looking for the boogeyman under the bed a bit? I think you're spot on. I think you're actually spot on. Um, I think we, we will meet Ireland in the quarter. <coughs> Excuse me. And I hope we do, because I want to get that hoot off our back. Um, and if we manage to get through through Ireland, I mean, we're going to... France or South Africa, whatever that is, that's a classic in the making. Um, oh, hey, just yeah. on the cricket, I, I watched the highlights again yesterday, and I don't know if they're using the world's greatest microphones, but the sound of the ball going <laughs> off the bat was so crisp. It was unbelievable, right? Yeah, sometimes, Mikey, they've got, actually got someone creating the sounds there. I don't, I don't know <laughs> really? if that's what they're doing, but yeah. They're lying to us, television well, production crews. Well, I mean, they, you know, during COVID, they had the fake crowds. I remember my son going, I don't understand. Why is he cheering? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's I thought, no crowd. Well, there was no crowd there at the opening game. But, you <laughs> yeah, know, we true. We, we'll talk about that as the tournament goes on. Yeah, but no, I think it's probably this, the, the massive um, stadium and the emptiness of the stadium, actually, Mikey. That's probably why. Because during COVID, you actually heard the sound of the bat as well. It was like, Quah! It just sounded oh, so a, good because there's no crowd. Beautiful sound. Eh? Like yours. I better go. I've got a frog in my throat. Oh. <laughs> I've got to go. Right, thanks, guys. No, you could. You know why? Because you're thinking about South Africa, Ireland, and uh, <laughs> no, farts too much, I Mikey. Am. We'll chat. We'll chat to you real soon, mate. Do appreciate thanks you, you call, uh, joining in and you know offering in your time. Who do you want? Who do you want? Tell us before. You know, be wise before the fact. Who do you want in the quarterfinal? Twenty-two away from eleven o'clock. Got to take a break. Back after this. It is now 17 minutes away from 11 o'clock. Our number is 0800-150-811. SENZ, the Saturday session. The great man, Grant Elliott, is with me. Huckleberry Finn, producer extraordinaire. And My our Scottish is... friend, Daniel McCarty. I'm very, I'm feeling very Scottish. All of a sudden, you're Scottish. What do you mean, oh. all of a sudden? I'm pretty sure two weeks ago. That... All of a sudden, you were born in South Africa. Like, something like that. Yeah. yeah my heritage is in Scottish. I... I can show you the DNA test we did in the family. Well, I've looked Definitely it up. Definitely Scottish. I've looked right? it up. You Definitely are, Scottish. You are from the Gaelic name, which was most likely anglicised, and then... Yeah, because that's from, what they did to Scotland, mate. They anglicised it all, right? McCurdy, basically. And then... Um, Chardet is the French call. Mac Chardet, which Chardet. means the son of the slow. And then I looked up... It's what, not S-L-O-W, even though I was very slow. That's S-L-O-E. S-L-O-E. And what is a slow, Grant? It's a blackthorn, a bluish black fruit, small. It almost looks like a blueberry, and it's got a sharp, sour taste. <laughs> Very sharp and sour. So it looks like the Scottish thistle. Yeah. So I couldn't be more Scottish if I tried. Yeah, so you are Scottish. Basically. Basically. So, so, so I'm, allow, I'm allowed to want Scotland to, to beat uh, Ireland by 21-plus points, with a bonus point uh, to both sides. So and South Africa miss out. So Scotland finish top and take on the, the All Blacks. Scotland have... Uh, played the All Blacks, I think, most at World Cups alongside Italy and generally get flogged. You still haven't explained the asterisks. There's asterisks here. There's well, double asterisks. I'm not calling Russi at this time of the hour. <laughs> He'll be awake. Yeah. Remember that video of him dancing? Boozed up. When he was, ba- <laughs> when he was banned. 
when he was banned. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, a couple of messages. Hello, Snake and Jav. In regards to the Black Caps win against England, can you recall another game where the team batting first, all their batters scored only double-figure totals, and the team batting second in <laughs> only single or triple figures? Do you know what, Carlos? I love That's this true. question. I love the fact that you think that we would know that, Carlos. I mean, we we can... We can definitely research it. Oh, no, I, no, I'm definitely not researching that, Carlos. Do you know why? Because that would take some time. Uh, the extent of my research is stats guru at Crick Info. And a couple of quick searches. <laughs> a couple of arbitrary endpoint games to make yourself sound uh, intelligent. What I would say to Carlos is stay away from cricket stats. That's a, that's a real rabbit hole that you can go down. But go on to Crick Info. I reckon you could find them there, Carlos. I can't think of a game. Um, it would probably be a similar sort of game where the openers just both get hundreds. But England, I think the, the point that you made, Carlos, about the England order all getting double figures, no one really like got in and made a huge difference in the game, put a dent in that game, and they'll be gutted about that because all it took was one player to score a big-ish hundred like Conway or Ratchan Ravindra did, and they would have been away. Probably still wouldn't have been enough the way they were playing. Uh, the most important numbers uh, in, as far as that game are concerned, Grant, I said this on the Smithy Show yesterday, 40, 24, 30, 24, 70, 33, 8, 21, 2, and 30. Those were the English partnerships. Yeah. All of them threatened. None of them really hurt New Zealand. No. And that is a real credit to that incredibly resourceful bowling side that New Zealand are. Hello, Grant and Daniel. Wrong way around, Margaret. Wrong <laughs> way around, Margaret. <laughs> No one likes to correct up, but I'm correcting you there, Margaret. Thank you for your message in all seriousness. Hi, Grant and Daniel. About this cricket result, it's quite obvious. It was karma for that cricket result. Karma in capitals and that in capitals. Here, here, Margaret. Couldn't have said it any better myself. We could still meet them again in the semis or in the final, though, Margaret. So just a pool game. It did feel good, though. Did feel good. Nah, just I don't for think... a drop, just for a drop in time, Grant. No, it felt good. It doesn't feel good until it it's a, good. a knockout, until it's a semi-final or a final, and we beat them there. That's that would be karma. Okay, I want us to play Ireland. I think we are good enough to beat them. And Johnny Sexton is the world's biggest. I'm not going to read that. It's just unfair. <laughs> so watching him cry because they lost to the All Blacks in a quarterfinal would make me pretty happy. Also, shout out to the people at Sky for putting up 50-minute highlights of the Black Caps game on their app. Man, I love it when we beat the Poms in sport, writes Andy. Yeah, I, I must admit, Andy, I've watched that 50-minute highlights package a couple of times. <laughs> it's pretty darn good, isn't it? Is that just... Pretty, I pulled out of an engagement last night. I, I said to the guys, sorry, I can't make it tonight. I've been held at gunpoint and being forced to watch the highlights of New Zealand play England at the Cricket World Cup. All of them completely understood. Uh, and Grant, the test for Faneuil, <laughs> I assume that's me, F-A-N-I-E-L, whether he's got his, is, has he ever bought you a coffee or a beer? Oh, <laughs> yes, Paul. Great call. Have you actually ever come into the, the studio with a coffee for me? No, because I always arrive first, and it would be cold. <laughs> Such is the level of my preparation in comparison to yours. <laughs> I have brought him beers. We've had nights on the beers. Yeah. And he, I, I, I don't shirk my round. 
<laughs> Did you hear that pause? I was, I was just thinking about... Did you about hear that pause? The shirt. I've never been more offended in my life. Well, I'm j- I was thinking. I was thinking back. Do you remember when I was uh, captaining the Firebirds and we all went out for a night? Yes. I was just thinking back to that night. And I don't, I don't think you... I was trying to think back to whether you shirk from around. <laughs> I mean, you know what? In a sporting team, that's the last thing you want to get. Our unnamed player, right? This is an unnamed player. Turning his mic off. Um, we, do we have an ad break to get to, Huckleberry? Tell me we do. Yeah, well, at best we take it, right, Grant? You might <laughs> take it. You've been warned. I had a good story. I had a good story. Is it a good one? Yeah, it's a good one. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, you'll have your time. You'll have your chance. <laughs> 11 away from 11. Keep your messages rolling in. Double eight, double three, or 0800 Nearly six minutes away from 11 o'clock. Mark writes on double eight, double three. This is a Saturday session, by the way. Uh, Ireland are due a loss. The All Blacks are out for revenge from series defeat last year. Bring on the potato throwers slash Guinness chuggers. Sounds like a nice combination to me. Potato throwing and Guinness chugging? Yeah. <laughs> I think Guinness chugging. Yeah, well, well, you probably want the Guinness chugging before you do the potato throwing. Yeah. It could make the potato throwing a lot, a lot more. Heavy, heavy drink the Guinness. Right, do you want to tell your story? We've got a minute. No. Oh. Can, you, can well, you tell your story? Well, you were saying that you weren't tight. You never yeah. shied away from around. and made me think about, you know, going on tour. And it was the last thing you wanted to be in a cricket team or a sporting team was the tight one where they go, oh, uh-huh. he's never bought a round in his life. I sense an unnamed player story. An unnamed player. Yeah. And um, we were in Sri Lanka and he used to do a reconciliation what year? What year? of his... What year? Uh, <laughs> what year? I always like to check the touring team. So he used to do a reconciliation every time he had a, a you know a room service or a Coca Cola or whatever it was, he would note it on his his iPhone, <laughs> and then at the end because he used to think that the hotels used to just put random get in the wind up music get yeah to, get to the subjects coke. on there or objects. So then he would do the recon and there was a Coke that was he thought he didn't have but coke. they said he did Coca Cola. It was fifty cents. The whole bus was stopped <laughs> because he refused. To pay for this one diet Coca Cola, so eventually the manager went in and went, "I'll bloody pay for it." <laughs> yeah, that is remarkable. It's the principle of it, though, oh, yeah, Daniel. The it was the principle of it. You know, and there's nothing more principle than someone complaining over fifty cents, Grant. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we'll talk Bathurst one thousand and also swinging both ways. Our a deep dive into the start of the cricket world. Swing. Headlines after this break.